Welcome to the first episode of Are You in a Good Place? Phil Harper LPC is my name and mental health is my game. Today's topic is what is mental health? The American Psychology Association defines mental health as a state of mind characterized by emotional well-being, good behavioral adjustment, relative freedom from anxiety and disabling symptoms, and a capacity to establish constructive relationships and cope with the ordinary demands and stresses of life. My definition of mental health is thinking good, feeling good, and acting good. Mental health is keeping your brain in a good space. This is Phil promoting healthy, independent lifestyles. Are you in a good place? And stay tuned this week for more episodes on what is mental health. This is Phil with Are You in a Good Place? I'm out here with Aaron. Aaron, introduce yourself. My name is Aaron. I'm 16. I like to ride bikes and pull others from Okay. So, Aaron, how did we meet up? We met up like four years ago when my mom decided to take me to the center. Now, you just said your mom decided to take you to the center. One thing I like to tell my people out here about therapy, and I'm growing as a therapist, just like you're growing as an individual. That's why I have Aaron on the show today to teach people about growth. But one thing I'm, how I'm growing as a therapist is that I recognize success. And if you don't have the motivation, the effort, and the willingness to want to better yourself, then I strictly don't have time for you. Because that's just saying that you don't have time for your mental health. So if you're not going to put in the work, then it's not worth it. But Aaron, you said that your mom decided to take you to therapy. So when you first came to therapy, were you willing to come? No. Why was that? Because I was afraid. And what were you afraid of? I guess, uh, talking. Okay. So, like, just interacting and socializing. Yeah. Okay. And that's something that I've come to understand about you just in, just in person, is you as a, as a whole. So... When where, when did you become willing in the process? I guess about like three years ago. When I started realizing that maybe I should do something about it. Try to help myself be better myself. And what what made you want to be willing? I just felt like there was a need that I should actually just give it a try. Okay. And I just gave it a shot. And what did you what did you notice about yourself when you started to come to therapy? That it's gonna be a struggle. But no matter what you can get through it. It just takes time and patience. And what issues did you have going on with you? 
decided to how long with depression and anxiety. Okay. Now, did you know what that was stemming from? Did you find out what that was stemming from? want to get into that because a lot of people suffer mental and emotional abuse a lot of people don't even know what it is and this is just like informative like people people like you said you want to make more people aware so I'm giving you an opportunity to make more people aware I don't want to you know like I said this is confidential this is if you want to make them aware because people need to know man I mean I guess when I was a kid my dad was on drugs since I was like four years old. And I guess he used to beat my mom and he used to get high and beat my mom constant and fight and yell at us and do a lot of other bunch of stupid stuff. So, I mean, I guess like that was a lot of mental and emotional abuse from seeing that every day. And for like eight years straight, Man, like, just to, you know, I, we always keep it real here, but just to keep it real, like, you know, I've been reading stuff about trauma and trying to educate myself more about trauma. And I hear stories of how people's behavior is exhibited through the trauma that they experienced. Like earlier, you said you had a lot of anger. And I, I wouldn't know to the day you've come a long way. I kind of, you know, it's just weird how stuff works out. Like, it's been a weird day today. Like, I just came, I had a client, I just came from a client, right? And you know how, like, sometimes you, I just, I believe sometimes I'm in the right place at the right time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, today I went to get this kid, and he wasn't at Daisy Elementary, he was at Loris Elementary. So I had to go get him from camp at Loris Elementary to bring him to his, like, foster brother's house so we stop at Dollar General when we go to Dollar General this dude sees his foster his, his like grandmother you know what I'm saying it wasn't his um, blood grandmother but it was a woman who took care of him and it was just like they were hugging and crying so I was like if I didn't come here you know this wouldn't have happened so I know I'm in the right place at the right time like if me and you didn't start this conversation today then I would have never known about, and I've been listening to trauma all day about on this podcast, right? And now, with the podcast that I listen to, like we don't know. Some people are like, man, he just behaving in a certain way. He just behaving in a certain way because he just doesn't know right. But some people are behaving a certain way because they're expressing. That's how they're expressing their trauma. And I wouldn't know about your trauma. I kind of knew, but I didn't know. You just, you know, came out with it from, and also, that's part of my story, alcohol and addiction, you know what I'm saying? Drugs and addiction. Drugs and addiction is part of everybody's story. So, you got some anxiety and some, you had some anxiety and depression going on. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well... What made you think, because you did say earlier that your, your mom had you come in here, so what made you think you needed to make a change? I guess my anger, mainly. 100% mainly my anger. It, uh, I just had the anger of, I don't know, 
Oh, this is like a switch. Like any little, you can just say something to me, and I just flip out. And you were saying earlier, do you, now I'm saying when you connect the dots, do you know where that anger is coming from? Yeah, 100%. And that's from the past? Yeah. Gotcha. Now, you did say your your mom was supportive of you. Was your your family, other family members supportive of you? My aunt and my uncle, yeah. So, how are you managing your your mental health now? By using coping techniques. Okay. What's the coping techniques you use? What are your go-to coping tools? Uh, listening to music or write. Okay, Aaron, Aaron be rapping. Maybe one time we'll hear him freestyle. He's doing his thing. And that's one of his uh, expressive expressive art coping tools. Um, so what's life like now? It's better, but it's still challenging at times. Okay. And what what can make it challenging? Because you, like, Aaron give it to you real, y'all. He'll give it to you real. Like you said, like, mental health ain't no easy street sometimes. I mean, drugs and alcohol, abuse, Trauma, addiction, um, grief. It, it, it ain't all roses and, and dandelions. So what, what has made your mental health challenging? Definitely the emotional abuse. And when, I guess when my cousin and my best friend passed, at the same time, we were a dirtbag accident. It kind of made it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. I remember that. And it did make it difficult for you. But you pushed through. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What advice would you give people out there who um, have experienced what you have experienced and have not got help yet that is it takes you to find yourself first before you're willing to help you before you really really get help it takes you time to actually know who you really are then you know, just give it a shot but nothing hurt like you only live once so try everything to live your best life and mental health can is I get the actual I can put it as a disease because a lot of people die from it. A lot of people suffer from mental health and depression. And they Ain't that the truth? Commit suicide from mental health. Um, so, what keeps you in a good place, Aaron? Staying positive. Don't let the negative thoughts get to you. The negative thoughts just lead to more negative thoughts, just to lead to more things. It leads to a big circle. They just keep on going and going and going and going and going. But you can, you can stop that by overpowering your mind just to think of something that made you happy at one point. Or think of somewhere peaceful, like you're on a pontoon boat and you hear a waterfall. Just think of it. Imagine it. Positive thoughts. Don't let the negative get you. Peaceful thoughts. Visualization. This is what keeps keeps Aaron in a good place. This is Phil promoting healthy, independent lifestyles. Are you in a good place?
Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Just being a good person, man. Good person in community. How about your definition? My definition? Just taking pride in yourself. And your, like, I see pride in what he does with this house. He keeps it just crazy. Order. <laughs> yeah, that's what we think of. What are your pronouns and how do you prefer to be addressed? Okay. Now, what do y'all think about people that I have don't, pronouns? I, don't, I really don't understand the they that I don't understand the pronouns. I can understand them, but I don't understand why they have to be. Yeah, and I don't like you people. You don't like you people. I don't like the people that say you people. To be separated. The pronoun with me is to each blank earth. You know? That's my pronoun, to each blank earth. Okay. So do you agree with all that? Or I do agree. With the pronoun? Yeah. Okay. When did you discover or what was the first moment you realized? No, I don't agree with the pronouns. Oh. No. I just like to be a person. Just kidding. Just squirt. Okay. So you're not of the pronoun movement? No, no, gotcha. I am not. I, I am no. cisgendered. I am assigned the man that I was assigned at birth, but I don't consider myself cisgendered. I didn't even understand what cisgendered is. Now, what is cis? Yeah. S-I-S? Is that what? What's that mean? Cisgendered, you, if you assign a man at birth, you identify as a man and an adult. Yeah, sometimes I see on the app they say sis. And then I'm like, hey, what the? Okay. Yeah, that means it, yeah. When did you discover, or what was the first moment you realized that you were of the LBGTQ community? I was in fourth grade. But when I was considered, when I was LGB, I went to the LGB meeting at Kent State University. That's when I was more out. That's Ohio? Ohio. Mm hmm. How about you? I'd say third grade, but yeah, then I let it go, let it go, and I would say not really till I was 30. I came out at 19, so that's when I kind of identified with the gay community. Okay. When did, well, you already answered that. What happened when you came out? Now, when you said you were hospitalized, yeah. why were you hospitalized? Because I didn't like me. I don't get it. And I was hospitalized too. My family was tough. Yeah, so your family hospitalized you or you hospitalized yourself? They hospitalized Because you wouldn't come out? You were saying you were going to come out. Oh, oh well, so now. I was afraid to come out. I've heard horror stories of people coming out. I saw this. There was a student in high school who was outwardly gay, not because they said so, but because of their appearance and their. So they, they left school. That's how I thought I'd be treated. 
So it wasn't cool in your school? Well, definitely not back then. When was that? When was back then? I graduated in 88. Okay. So how are you now? So you're like, hold on, let me guess. 56. No, 52. 88? But you didn't graduate in 88. You graduated in 90. No, I graduated in 88. I graduated in 95. So, oh, yeah, 52, my bad. Mm. Um, uh, I was out uh, to my therapist years and years and years of therapy. That's it, man. Ten years of riding back and forth to Washington D.C. Yeah. So and then I was out. Of course, I was out in the papers. So that was that. And so I was still smart enough because of my history with the therapist and the tell and verify everything. Um, I went into the hospital myself and paid for everything. It was fine. And I knew after I got in the hospital, that was safe to give me my job, me my money that I needed. So I went in the hospital for that. Hmm. Yeah. Now, so part of your all's coming out came with depression and anxiety. Yes, absolutely. So in other words, you guys were fearful to come out. Yeah. No, happy to. Especially in Ohio. What part of Ohio? Northeast Ohio. Yeah. I started out in Palmer Springfield. How has that affected how you interact with your family, friends? in school or community? How has coming out? You know, in my church I came out and it's, an accept, it's accepted, even though my church was split. It was accepted to a point. Yeah. I didn't have communication with my family since I was in church. I don't know, I speak to And I learned that it was over or because of um, lifestyle choices. Yeah, I heard a, a podcast today where the person I, I don't know if he, yeah, fam, with the family, Shame. but he was sexually assaulted. He came out with being sexually assaulted by his family. Huh. It was just a podcast I was listening yeah, to. That was me too. I was always sexually assaulted. My family was too, 